morning sports fans betters and cappers and welcome to the daily competitive hedge podcast i'm your host kenneth cotterell and this morning show is all about sports and the world of betting we talk about the day that was in the sports world including our athlete of the day we then talk about the games coming up today what bets we like which ones we're leaning and we ended off with our competitive hedge lay of the day we will also be going a bit more in depth on this nba seven uh, NBA Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals between Boston and Miami. So we'll definitely be getting into all of that right at the end of the show. But our episode today is brought to you by our sponsor, Bet99. For all our Canadian listeners, Bet99 offers you a sports welcome offer when you join today using the promo code SHOOTERS. Bet99 will match your deposit 100% up to $600. So head over to Bet99 today. To make your bets, use the bets from the show and follow our social media accounts to find our fan parlays and other plays that we like. We follow a lot of other great sports bettors and cappers out there. We always like their material, so definitely go and check out their stuff on our page. Now, our athlete shout out of the day goes out to Scotty Scheffler. This could definitely turn into a two-dayer depending how today's results go, but we'll see if someone shines in that game seven to steal the spot from him. But Scotty Scheffler, world number one in the golfing world. He's coming off a missed cut last week at the PGA Championship. One of the more surprising results that you'll see in recent memory. The guy had won multiple events, including the Masters, and then he just missed the cut at the PGA. Just goes to show how tough golf really is. But he was the co-leader at the start of Saturday. He made all pars on the front nine. And then on the back nine, he makes three birdies and a bogey. And so he now has a two-shot lead heading into the weekend. And this isn't the easiest week at Colonial. Uh, Usually you would see guys closer to the minus 15 mark heading into the final day on a regular tour event. Scotty's at minus 11. The rest of the field's at minus 9. So playing a little bit more difficult than some of these other events. And so Scheffler, he looks poised to win. It's going to be tough to catch him. He's two ahead and number one in the world. So We'll see if he can win another event, really solidify the fact that he's the world number one, or if someone can catch him today, we'll get more into our bets for the Charles Schwab challenge later on. Now let's talk about last night's bets. We had a pretty decent betting night, two in one night, uh, starting with the Rangers money line. Yes, they cashed that one easily at five to two. A lot of people were on Rangers money line. It's tough not to when the home teams won every game so far in the series. And so the Rangers get it done. On the diamond, the Guardians, they cover the run line versus the Tigers. That was a plus 115 play yesterday. They win easily 8-1. to one. Shane Bieber goes over seven innings pitched. He really performed. As we said yesterday, we love to roll with Bieber anytime that he's on the mound. And so he showed up in a big way. The one loser yesterday, once again, the Yankees burn us. 
And what else is new? Minus 140 yesterday. You got Garrett Cole going. He has a great pitching performance. The bats just aren't there. Three to one was the final there. So it was uh, was a tough day to close out uh, our parlay there. But nonetheless, two to one. That's why we say you can bet them straight up. You can bet them in a parlay. We recommend straight up and parlay together. But nonetheless, two to one day. So let's talk about the day that was. It was a pretty loaded day yesterday in the sports world. Starting with that NHL game between New York and Carolina. Five to two is the final. Uh, Shesterkin, once again, 37 saves for the Rangers because they got outshot 39 to 25 in this game and it didn't matter. And Tyler Mott and Zabinijad, they scored in the first period. And then you got Chatil, he scored twice in the second. Panarin adding one in the third as well. And that's the five for the Rangers. Ranta gets chased after just 10 saves. Kochikov, he comes in and makes 10 saves as well. And then you've got Skechi and Trocek with the goals for Carolina. But Carolina, they dominated the shots. They dominated the faceoffs 34-22 yesterday. Now, can the Rangers actually go and win Game 7 in Carolina? Home teams won all six. What's different, though, heading into this is that Ranta didn't play well, and he's been great at home, but how's he going to respond after getting chased in this game? Is he going to show up and, you know, give up the one to two goals that he's been giving up at home, or is he going to struggle once again, maybe come back down to earth a bit after how he's played this postseason? We know Shesterkin's been great. Even in Carolina, he's played well. So if he shows up, then Ranta's going to need to as well. I think there's upset potential there. Carolina currently is minus 145 heading into that game, but we'll get more into that game later on tomorrow for game seven, the last game seven of the semi conference semifinals. WNBA-wise, we had the Vegas Aces. They win once again yesterday, 83-76 to over the Chicago Sky. Aja Wilson with a massive game, 22 points, 16 rebounds. But what makes this team so good is the depth that they have. You had Kelsey Plum with 19. You had Chelsea Gray with 18. You had Derricka Hamby. She had a double-double at 14 and 14 as well. On the Chicago Sky side of things, Candace Parker had a double-double with 11 points, 11 boards. But she was just 4 of 15 from the field. Not a great performance by her. And then you had Courtney Vandersloot and Copper had 12 points each. So the Aces moved to... 8-1 and one on the year. Great start to the year for my Vegas Aces. Then you had the Connecticut Sun taking on the Washington Mystics. Uh, Connecticut wins that game. Alyssa Thomas, another great performance by her. She had 14 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists. You had Courtney Williams and Dewana Bonner as well, scoring uh, 14 points. But the Sun win 79-71. The Mystics had Ariel Atkins and Kennedy Burke score 13 points. And Liz Williams had 12. What was really tough for them, though, no Elena Deladon yesterday. Uh, if we would have known that heading in, might have bet more on the Sun. But nonetheless, they get it done. They get the victory. And so they're moving on and rolling. They're now 6-2 and two on the season. We'll do our quick MLB rundown of the games yesterday. We had Nationals 13-7 over the Rockies. My Red Sox won 5-3 over the Orioles. We had the Royals 7-3 over the Twins. The Cardinals 8-3 over the Brewers. The Rangers 11-4 over the A's. The Reds win their fourth straight 3-2 over the Giants. The Guardians 8-1 over the Tigers. The Marlins 4-1 over the Braves. 
the Rays three to one over the Yankees. What else is new? The Rockies then win the second one three to two over the Nationals. You had the Orioles win the second one against the Red Sox four to two. Dodgers three to two over the Diamondbacks. The Cubs five to one over the White Sox. The Mets eight to two over the Phillies. The Jays six to five over the Angels. The Pirates four to two over the Padres. We said yesterday we liked Pirates plus one and a half, and they went out right. And then the Mariners six to nothing over the Houston Astros. Now, Charles Schwab challenge today. This is moving. Moving day was yesterday. Uh, Scheffler, he takes the two shot lead. He's got the lead over Scott Stallings and Brendan Todd. Three back, you've got Harold Varner. And then you've got Patrick Reed and a bunch of other guys that are sitting four back of the leader. We'll give you a quick update on how our future bets are doing for this event. You got Will Zalatoris, who missed the cut. And we have Sam Burns tied for 17th. He's going to need to have a big day if he's going to close that winner's bet for us. Top 10, we've got Victor Hovland right on the outside at tied for 17th, as is Tony Finau. These guys are plus 225 and plus 380 for us. If we can get even one of them jump into the top 10 by the end of the day, then we're going to be laughing. Top 20, we had Max Homa, who's T50, and Jason Kokrak. He was last after the cut at 69th place. Nice. Uh, his value was plus 185. But nonetheless, tough day for Kokrak. We're hoping to cash on those top 10 bets, especially. Max Homa would need a big day uh, in order to move into the top 20. But we'll have to wait and see how the results shake out. Our round one bets, we were uh, two and one. Our round three bets weren't the best. Uh, we thought that Patrick Reed uh, would be able to keep it close with Scheffler. Unfortunately, he wasn't. So Scheffler uh, crushes that bet. Fowler, him and Burns were neck and neck until about the 12th hole. And then Ricky made five bogeys in a row yesterday. So we don't cash the plus 120. But then Scott Stallings over Bo Hostler, we cashed that one. Stallings was pretty consistent. I think he shot even par. Bo Hostler was plus three yesterday. So we go one and two on the round three bets yesterday. Now round four bets today. We've got four on the slate for you. Jordan Spieth plus one versus Pat Perez today at minus 143. I like Spieth to make a late charge. He's been doing that a lot on tour lately. Uh, maybe keeps it close with Scheffler even. I think he could contend and push him a little bit. And Perez, he's a consistent tour pro. I'm a big fan of his. But I think best case scenario, he's one or two under today. And I think Spieth's going three or four. So I like Jordan Spieth by more than one shot over Pat Perez today. Scott Stallings, once again, we're rolling with him over Harold Varner. Varner made a push yesterday. What I find is these guys who make the Saturday pushes, they're unable to follow it up on Sunday. Stallings was consistent yesterday. And so I think he's going to shoot a couple under. Varner's going to be around even par. And we'll cash that one with plus 115. Patrick Reed, this is a tournament outright over Chris Kirk that we like today. Uh, so we like the Patrick Reed one. Uh, he is currently tied with Chris Kirk. Uh, but I like Reed today to beat him outright and win uh, this head-to-head -head at plus 120. And then I know this is a juiced line, but it's one that I would... I would parlay this with whatever bets you like. If you're looking at that NBA game seven, you got a winner there and you want to parlay it just to add some additional value. Put it on Scotty Scheffler money line today, minus 182. He's only leading by two, but he's the world number one. If he is unable to close this as the number one player in the world, I'd be very surprised. And so at minus 182, I think you get great value there. 
with Scotty Scheffler. Then we had the UEFA Champions League final yesterday. This was one that we tuned into from start to finish. Very surprised by the result. Real Madrid wins one to nothing versus Liverpool. If you cash them to win in regulation at plus 240, good on you. Shout out to Walker Bailey at Off the Ball Network and Edgar over there as well. They were both on Madrid. I think they both hate Liverpool, but nonetheless, they were on Madrid. But Liverpool outplayed them all game long. They just didn't take advantage. And what annoyed me the most about it is how casually they played yesterday. They had long bouts of possession. They constantly had their chances and they weren't taking them. But it's like they weren't concerned about losing. And with with a team like Real Madrid, you have to stomp on their throat. You have to get a multi-goal lead. And then you got to play some great defense because they love to counter. They had a very close call with Mane where Courtois made a big save. He made multiple big saves in this game yesterday. The six foot eight Belgian, he was phenomenal. But Benzema had a goal called back for offside in the first half. And that's when I started to get concerned. They counterattacked, they put it over top, and then he was able to score just barely offside. And then what happened in the second half? You get Vicinius. He goes in and he gets a great cross from Valverde and he converts one to nothing Real Madrid. And Liverpool's unable to recover. They had the majority of the possession at 54%. They had 24 shots, nine on target, compared to just two on target for Real Madrid. I mean, this Liverpool season, what are you going to call it other than a major letdown? They don't go home trophyless, but when you had the Premier League in your grasp and the Champions League and you win neither of them, I think you have to call that a massive failure if you're a Liverpool fan. You now have Sadio Mane out the door. They're going to be fine because they still have Mo Salah. They've still got uh, Virgil van Dijk. They've got a lot of talent, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Henderson. But nonetheless, this has to be considered a failure for Liverpool's season. And on the other side, Karim Benzema. He should be a Ballon d'Or recipient this year after winning La Liga. And now he wins the Champions League. He scores some major goals in those games as well. And so I think Benzema, he may get his due with a Ballon d'Or this year. So with that, let's get into the big games on the slate today. Not a loaded day as far as uh, the major four sports are concerned. There's no hockey today. Uh, We do have WNBA action. We've got three games on the slate. You got the Mercury, who are two and five, taking on the Atlanta Dream at four and three. You got Diana Taurasi and Skylar Diggins for Phoenix and then Rin Howard for Atlanta. So that'll be a fun one early on in the day. Then you've got the Liberty who are one and six taking on the Seattle Storm at four and three. Sabrina Ionescu has been ice cold lately and Brianna Stewart was on fire in that last game. So a fun one today with a couple of really talented gals. And then you've got the Sparks three and two versus the Minnesota Lynx two and six. Liz Cambage and Jordan Canada for the Sparks, and then Sylvia Fowles, one of the better WNBA players of all time for an underwhelming Minnesota team. A couple of teams that could use some wins, start stacking some wins, and get themselves back into the playoff hunt. We've got some tennis action today. I know that uh, the Canadian Felice, uh, Oje Alissimi, he's taking on Rafa Nadal right now. Not sure where that match is at, but that's a fun one, and there's a lot of other great Uh, tennis action at the French Open. When we're talking NBA, we got a game seven today. It's Boston minus two and a half versus Miami. The over-under is 195 and a half. So we're going to talk about that one at the end of the show, who we like and maybe where we're leaning with that one. But outside of that, maybe tune into some golf today uh, if you're not watching the basketball. Uh, But nonetheless, not the most loaded slate 
maybe watch some baseball today as well. So let's talk the games that we are leaning but waiting on. There's a lot of baseball plays that we're leaning and waiting on, um, starting with Boston and Baltimore. Um, Boston's minus 180 today. The over-under is 9.5. It's been a relatively high-scoring series between these two. We saw 12-8 to just the other day. And so you've got Pavetta going for the Red Sox, Zimmerman going for the Orioles. I like the run line with Boston, but I'm also potentially fading it given I'm a Red Sox fan. So maybe I'm being a little bit biased here, but I I might bet this one right before first pitch if I do. Might even just throw Red Sox money line with Scheffler to win just as a fun little two-teamer. But nonetheless, we're going to wait on this one. The Rockies versus the Nationals. Rockies once again today, plus 105. I love the value here. You got Kyle Freeland. Yes, he's one and four, but he's got a 4.6 ERA. Taking on Josiah Gray, who's four and four, but a 5.44 ERA. They split yesterday. I could see the Rockies today winning this one. And so I do like the value at plus 105. The Padres and Pirates, another one I'm looking at. I like the Padres run line today versus Pitt. That's a plus 115 play. The Pirates upset 4-2 to yesterday with Brubaker on the mound. But I do think the Padres are going to bounce back today. They've got Mackenzie Gore going, who's 3-1 and one with a 2.06 ERA. And then you've got Ronis Contreras. He's going for the Pirates, and he's got a 2.13 ERA. Uh, when we're talking some other games today, uh, White Sox money line is one that I'd like to lean. Uh, I like the Jays with Barrios on the mound today. Overall, there's just a lot of great baseball plays out there today. I don't think that it's short on value on the card. Um, definitely go and follow some of the other cappers that we like out there that put out some great baseball plays. But And then Boston, Miami, you want to wait to bet this one as close to tip off as possible, depending who you're cheering for. Um, you've got Robert Williams and Marcus Smart, their game time decisions on the Boston side. And then on the other side, you've got Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, PJ Tucker, Gabe Vincent, and Max Struess. They're all game time decisions. So if you like Boston, you're probably best to bet them right now at minus two and a half. If you're Miami and you think Smart and Williams aren't going to go and you're going to have a lot of your guys go, maybe you wait and you bet Miami. Even just the, the plus two and a half right now is great value. But nonetheless, loaded slate, lots of games that we're leaning but waiting on. And all of our player prop lines we're going to be putting out on our social media pages later on today. So keep an eye out for those. We didn't have any that we really loved yesterday. We faded the Champions League final. The thing with Champions League is when you can throw in the extra time portion of it, it's just not a play that I love. Um, I thought that that had extra time potential, and it definitely could have if Courtois wasn't as good as he was. So that's why we faded that game. But we do have our competitive hedge lay of the day today. This is our daily three-team parlay. No odds worse than minus 150 here. Always bet responsibly. And so we're only looking to put out winners on this show. All the values for these lines come from bet99.com. Use promo code SHOOTERS when you're signing up there. So let's start with Red's money line versus the Giants at plus 130. You got Tyler Mall going against Cobb. Neither have been great, but I do love the home team here. The Reds have also won four games in a row after a abysmal start to the season. They won 3-2 to two yesterday, 5-1 to one the day prior against the Giants. And so I think they sweep this series today. Um, San Francisco, they've only won three of their last 10, so they're not exactly rolling right now. So I love the value at plus 130 for the home team to win this one. 
Then you've got the Seattle Storm minus seven and a half versus the Liberty. This line's minus eight and a half if you want it at minus 115. We bought the point just to be safe. Um, they just went to overtime just the other day. So I think this is a win that Seattle's going to blow them out of the water a bit today. And we talked about Sabrina Ionescu. She's averaging just over six points per game in her last three games. She's been ice cold. Natasha Howard and Bitnaji Laney, they're good players. I just don't think that they're enough to hold off this Seattle team who's got Brianna Stewart, Lloyd, Magbegger, and they've got Sue Bird. It's a very good team. So I think they cover that spread today at minus 134. And then Phoenix and Atlanta under 165 and a half. This is also minus 134. We bought a couple points here just to be safe. When you have a major upset in your parlay, sometimes it's good just to get those couple extra points in your favor. And so I think we're playing it a bit safe with this one. But both these teams play fast. Atlanta's not a great shooting team. They're ninth in the WNBA in shooting percentage. They both hit over eight threes per game, which is very high, but they shoot a low percentage. So they definitely love putting up a lot of threes. I still think that they're going to get into the 70s here. I just don't see it going past that. So I see a one, like a 79 to 72 type finish here, well below the over underline. We're just playing it safe with the two extra points. And so under 165 at minus 134 is our third play. Those three plays combined take you to plus 604. As we encourage people, better plays straight up and in a parlay. Uh, if you have a two in one day, then you're laughing. And uh, so our alt lay play, we've got the White Sox money line. That's versus the Cubs today. Dylan Cease going for the White Sox versus Marcus Stroman. I like him at home. He's four and two on the year. I just think at minus 155, it's a great play to add to your card um, with some additional value there. And so that's where we are leaning with our plays today. As we said, head over to bet 99 for all those values. So let's talk about this NBA game seven today to cap off our show. This is Boston minus two and a half, as we said earlier, versus Miami. The over-under is 195 and a half. This feels like a trap from Vegas. They've been anywhere from 203 to 207 for the entire series. Now they've gone under a lot, and I think that's why it's moved down to 195. But I do think a team's getting into the hundreds today. It's whether or not the second team gets there as well. So the keys for the Celtics today. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown both have to be efficient today. It can't just be one or the other. We've seen Jalen Brown drop 40. We've seen Tatum have great games. But they tend to do it kind of offhand of one another. It's either one of them shows up or the other one does. They need both of them today to score 25 plus, in my opinion, for them to win. Um, the Celtics also need to take care of the basketball. When you look at the last two wins that Miami's had, they had 17 in the last game and they had 23 in the Heat's game three win. They also have to make things difficult for Jimmy Butler because outside of him and Oladipo, they lack true shot creators on this team. We're assuming that Tyler Hero is not going to go today, given the fact that he's missed the last number of games. If he goes, then definitely take the over. Having him as an additional scorer is just huge for this Miami group that struggles to score the basketball. And then lastly, when you look at Boston, Al Horford needs to be better. Both the Williams boys do, depending if Robert even goes today. But Grant especially, you had Derek White had 22 in the last game. Peyton Pritchard's had some on and off games. They need multiple of these guys to give them that scoring output that they need. We don't know if Marcus Smart will go today. 
he must be really hurt if he doesn't play this game seven. But nonetheless, this Boston group, they're deep, but they need guys to show up like they didn't in that game six. Keep in mind that Miami only won by eight despite a heroic effort from Butler and no production from the other guys outside of Tatum. And then when we're talking about the keys for Miami, Butler must be special once again in this game. And he needs to do it on both ends of the floor. Tatum and Brown, he needs to make them work on one end, and then he needs to score 30-plus on the other end. Without Tyler Hero, this is a group that struggles to score. And so that's why his co-star, Bam Adebayo, he needs to be aggressive in this game. We know that he can distribute and he can rebound and defend, but he needs to give them some scoring tonight. He had just six points in that last game. He needs to be much better, even if it's just 15 points. We're not asking Bam to go out and score 30. But if you go out and score 15 today, you give your team a chance to win this basketball game. And the Heat must win the rebounding and turnover battle. Um, They've been out-rebounded the majority of this series. And turnovers-wise, they weren't great in the last game either. They had 17 turnovers of their own, so they got to take care of the ball. Kyle Lowry, he had 18 and 10 in the last game. He needs to get some of these other guys going once again. Him giving out those 10 assists is huge because he was able to get guys like Struess, P.J. Tucker, Oladipo, able to get those guys shots to be successful. And so Lowry needs to show up in a big way in this game seven. A guy who in his career has not shown up a lot of the time in big games in the playoffs, he needs to step up to give Miami a chance. Now, if you're Golden State and you're watching this game, who do you want to see? You have to want to see Miami win this game. I mean, strictly because of the injury aspect of things. Butler's banged up. He's still playing, but he's banged up. You got Tyler Hero is still out. You've constantly got guys' game time decisions. And this is a team that struggles to score. And if you have Draymond Green, you know, spearheading that defense for Golden State, I think you definitely want to see Miami. If they see Boston, you see a tougher defense. You see more scoring threats in Brown and Tatum. You see less injuries as well. Robert Williams, you give him a couple days off and he'll probably be good to go. So if you're Golden State, you definitely want to see Miami win this game. Now, who do we like today? I like the over at the 195.5. I do think that it's still a trap line, but I do think that one team's going to get 105. You're going to see another one around 95 today, and so you're going to see the overcash. And I'm going to roll with Miami at home today. I know everyone's going to hop on the Boston train, especially with all these potential injuries for Miami, but I think they're going to find a way to win this game As much as I like Udoka, I think Spolster is the better coach. I think Butler has actually played as the better superstar in this series. And so I'm taking Miami Moneyline today as another play. It's not on our official parlay card, but we're going to head over to bet 99. We're going to bet the over and the Miami Moneyline once again today. We did that in the last game. It was plus 700. The value is definitely not going to be around that plus 700 range again today but it is one that we like nonetheless. And so that's what we're rolling with today as far as our bets go. But we appreciate everyone who tunes into the live show every single day. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow morning at 8.30 Eastern time, 6.30 our time for the show. And we'll see you tomorrow for the Daily Competitive Hedge podcast.